Welcome to Sips and Spirits. Why do you do that? <laughs> do what? <laughs> One, I can hear you mouthing. Your noise, <laughs> mouth noises are so loud. And then I just have to look over. You are in my peripheral, even if I'm not looking at you. Anyways, Sips and Spirits is a podcast for lovers of both alcoholic and spectral spirits, which makes me... Uh, co-host to this guy, Eric. What? <laughs> I threw you off. You messed me up the other way. What? So then that's Chelsea right here. This Hi. lovely, lovely <laughs> woman. The specimen of life is Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um, disclaimer, we are not historians of any kinds. Any facts or stories presented are from various sources and we make no claims that tales are true. We just found it to be spooky and interesting. And I've been super excited for this episode <laughs> yeah. So the stuff that I found out, I'm like, this is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm excited to hear what you have to say because that's all you've been saying is you're so excited because I guess he's got some good stories lined up for us. So we are not mixologists. Uh, cocktails and spirits are tasted for the first time during an episode, unless noted otherwise. And we don't have a cocktail for you today. Um, we also, in an additional disclaimer, we're going to try very hard not to be biased, but we are not uh, regular beer drinkers. Yeah, we're not regular beer drinkers. We don't. Yeah. It's not one of our things we go for. Very rarely do we drink it, and um, we choose to drink it. Um, very selectively on selectively what we drink. Kind of thing, you know? Like, I only really drink beer on St. Patrick's Day, and it's typically a Guinness. So, I prefer stouts. And even then, I'm really particular, mm-hmm. and occasionally a red, but usually not. The, the, my only time I really enjoy beer is a michelada, but uh, which is like a beer cocktail, a big right? cocktail. Um, but I mean, I like I, I enjoy beers, but it's not like it's not something that I, I I go for normally. Like if I if I do go for a beer, I, I like it's like Chelsea. I do go for stuff. I like a beer that gives me like it's like a meal in a cup, mm-hmm. kind of like, so like hearty. What I got better words like full, like very full bodied, and that aspect of things. Yeah, so we really tried hard because there are actually quite a few spooky beers out there, but majority of them are IPAs, which we know we are not fans of. So we really tried hard to find something, and the spirit we have for you today is not an IPA. So mm-hmm. yay! Yeah. Um, but before we jump into that, we want to give a little shout out. We, for the first time, just recently looked at our podcast analytics. Yes. Because <laughs> we try to focus more on just having fun instead of like, oh, who who are we reaching? How many subscribers do we have? But we just were curious, and we found out we have had a consistent listener from the beginning in Germany who listens to our episodes. So yes. whoever you are, we just want to say thank you. And if you do follow us on any social medias, reach out and say hi and be like, hey, that's me. I'm your listener. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to <laughs> shout you out. For sure. And uh, going back to what, what she was saying, you know, like, like yeah, it, it is nice to see the numbers. It's nice to see all the, like, you know, oh, we have this many followers or we have this many things. But, but there's something that we decided at the beginning is like, we need to make sure that that's not our focus, our drive. We love all you guys who listen. We appreciate all you guys who listen, who come and comment on our stuff, who get to enjoy our stuff that, you know. And they, that's what we care about. And that's okay. We come more than the interaction, you know. Like, I'd, I'd rather have, you know, 10 people comment on stuff and we talk back and forth versus have, like, you know, thousands of listens kind of thing, you mm-hmm. know. Like, yeah, it's nice to get all those numbers, but 
We want to interact with you. We want to get to talk to you guys. We want to hear your feedback. Hear your would you rather's kind of thing. Hear your guesses on our cryptids yes. kind of thing. Hear what you think of our cocktails. You know, we we made some for our, our, our friends at Sound Society. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Back in Midsummer Scream, and they loved both our cocktails we made. At least, I hope they did. Mm-hmm. Um, they said they really liked them. So, um, and well, and they've been sharing it all over. Yeah. So hopefully, if so they're hopefully, willing to share it, yes. that means they liked it. So you know, and 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 that's what I want, we want to know. Like, are we making stuff that you guys are liking? Are we making stuff you guys aren't liking? You know, what do you like more than others? So we can be like, okay, let's go to those rocks kind of thing and see what mm-hmm. happens. So yes, thank you, our friend from Germany, whoever you are. Um, hopefully, we find you. out who you are sometime soon. Yes. So, so this episode is dedicated to you, I guess, because. I guess. We are on the eve of uh, Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. When this comes out, we'll be... Yes. So, we'll be two days away. Oktoberfest right. starts on September 17th this year. Mm-hmm. So, this episode comes out September 15th. There we go. So, so, we'll be really close. So, when you listen to us, we'll be September 15th. Yeah. It's not right now, but yes. And if you are attending Oktoberfest... Like, let us know if you happen to stumble across any spooky beers. That yes. w- We would love to hear that. We yes. love hearing the spirits you guys are excited about mm-hmm. and discovering the uh, the creepy ones, the unusual ones yes. in the mix. So even if we may not be big beer fans, we still want to hear about of what course. your beer loves are. So. You know, and we're willing to give any, anything a try kind of thing, you know. We we're, not, we're not bourbon or whiskey fans, American whiskey, so that much, but... Winchester's been one of our new favorite whiskeys. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know? So, there's that. Yeah. Kind of thing. All right. So, so, what is this? What are we drinking today? We are calling upon a spirit from Dexter, Michigan. We are using a selection from Jolly Pumpkin Artisan Ales to summon their Bam Noir to the table. Do we want to tell them about our search for this bad boy? Yeah. So, we'll like... Like I mentioned a little bit earlier, we were on a search for a spooky beer that wasn't an IPA. <laughs> and uh, we happened to come across this in Total Wine, and we were like, this is it. This is the beer. So we picked up a bottle, and then as I was doing my liquor research, I found out they have a bunch of other beers that also are on the spooky end and the company itself has great origins as you may have guessed from their their uh, moniker of jolly pumpkin artists and ales <laughs> but, uh, um wasn't they find out this was like a seasonal beer on yeah so we were like oh this sounds like it's uh available all the time only to discover that it's it is a limited it's not out all the time so we are so sorry if you're looking for the bam noir they do however if you are in a place that constantly stocks jolly pumpkin they have all the time available bam Bam. without the noir um but yeah and we were trying really hard songs like no 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 bam noir (laughs) (laughs) uh we tried very hard to find more jolly pumpkin but at least in our area we are in the bay area central valley of california we didn't have any luck now we didn't go on like a witch hunt looking for it everywhere and it says there are on their website they give you a little like map that'll tell you places but the places that said they're stockists of this it sounded more like a like a professional warehouse deal Mm -hmm. so we didn't look into it too much but i'm sure if you are in the Michigan area or around there, 
not in Michigan State, but states that surround it, you'll probably get more distributions of their beers because they have about six beers that are available all year round, and then they take like three beers out of the vaults. I forget. In different seasons, and then they have seasonal selections as well. So they have quite a few different kinds of beers, and you I, forgot. I forget that Michigan and Illinois are right next to each other. No, not Michigan. Not Michigan? Missouri. Missouri. Never mind. I confuse Michigan and Missouri. Yeah, all so the time. we made a mistake in our last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we we said our, our friends are from Illinois, which they're not, because they are from Missouri. Missouri, yes. <laughs> which we also have um, our wedding photographers, same situation. Like they did a lot of work in Illinois mm. and they live right on the border. <laughs> So and like, I believe our friends do too, like yeah. right on the border like right, of like, uh, Missouri, where, and they were joking about that in the live yeah. of like, they're what a lake throw away yeah, or something yeah. like they, that, like uh, across the river from it. So, but anyway, yeah. Sorry, Andrew and Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Back to uh, our, our episode. I've claimed many times I'm geographically challenged. <laughs> open this bad boy. All right, yeah. So try. you're gonna go ahead and open this up. And um, I didn't plan this out because I need the bottle for a second to start my facts. Okay. Yeah. You so, can go for it. Okay. Uh, before she goes, we've talked about this before on other bottles. Neat little cap. Oh, so cute. JP. All right. So it says JP for Jolly Pumpkins. And then you've got a wheat sheaf. And then it, I think, what is that? Barley? Things barley, yeah. Yeah, so you have like a little vine. At first I was like, oh, it's like a pumpkin vine. It looks like pumpkin leaf. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some barley. I think, I don't know. Or whatever hops. Hops, probably hops. oh yes, right. Probably hops. <laughs> I'll put that right there. So we're all see. about branding, or I am all about branding. My, uh, my, my school degree was aimed at graphic design. Okay. So Taste it before we go into facts. I love this stuff. Um, yeah, go for it. <laughs> So, first. I've heard we shouldn't chill the glasses now that I think about it. Oh, yeah. We're not beer drinkers, so we're already messing this up. Sorry. But yeah, I think we should have probably chilled them. I'll start with that. And we stuck with uh, just doing one bottle because we did not know how we were going to like it. Um, and again, I apologize if we're already sounding really biased. Try not to. Okay. So, I need this bottle. Thank okay. you. Um, a little background, BAM is pretty much the brewery dog. Okay. Yep. So you have winery dogs, brewery dogs, distillery dogs. Hmm. People love having their, their puppers on the property, which makes sense. You know, it is essentially like an agricultural, uh, business. Mm -hmm. I know. (laughs) There's no distillery cats. No. But uh, I think there's wine cats. Yeah, lots of winery cats. Anyway, um, before you get started, let's cheers. Oh, okay. <laughs> he can't. He can't do excited for his notes. Okay, cheers. cheers. Huh? Ooh. What is that? I'm tasting. That's sour. Yeah. <laughs> like not in a bad way. I'm like, I was very surprised. Like, just like. That is not what I was expecting. I like it. The lemon in here. I like it. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm realizing I didn't actually like look up the tasting notes on this or whatever. Okay, now I can read this. This is actually pretty good. All right. So one of Bam's brown eyes is, in fact, black. 
When mischief reigns supreme, it positively glows. Dedicated to the dark side, smooth, dark, incredibly delicious as only a Jack Russell with bat wings can be. Which is what made us fall in love with this bottle, this description on I'm this sorry. bottle. Um, yes. Which bluey episode character is Jack Russell? Jack. Jack? Who's Jack? Jack the Jack Russell. Who's He's friends with Russell. Okay. He's one of the kids. <laughs> yes. Okay. I was like... I, 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 hey, his dad and sister... He's the one trying to look for Australia. Got it. Got it. I was like, okay, yes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We are big, huge Bluey fans. Mm-hmm. We can't wait for February. <laughs> but yeah, and, 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 uh, and every time their new, new dog comes out, she, she mentions it's like, okay, and I was like, okay, Jack Russell's got it. By the way, this is, this is fun. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying this. We should have gone two bottles now. <laughs> right? Um. So... Cheers, Bam Noir and Jolly Pumpkin. We really like this, and I wish we could have found more beers. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to look for more Jolly Pumpkins and be like, okay. It's surprisingly smooth. Yeah, it's very smooth. I, I don't know if that's usually a term you use mm-hmm. with beer drinking. Again, not our, our field of expertise, no. guys. It's really good. <laughs> what was our track of thought? My train of thought. Oh, so t- flavor-wise. Flavor let's, let's go into the tastings, and we'll go into the notes. About the, the... I don't taste any of the normal beer flavors that I normally would taste in a beer. I do have... Um, I, I am getting like the stout flavors. Okay. I get uh, a little... Like of... the darkness okay. that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of like the... Like malty chocolate flavor. Okay. Um, but it doesn't have that like... Hangs out on your breath that no. you get when you drink a stout. Does that make sense? Yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. It doesn't give you like that. I'm not like saying like you feel like you're breathing a cloud uh, of no, beer, but sure. there's something about a stout that's kind of really robust and it hangs out. It doesn't have that. Just like it, you get it on your tongue and then you swallow and it goes down with it. Yeah. It's really nice, but I love the sourness. Yeah, because like, you guys know we love tarty sour drinks. So. Yeah, it's like almost like like a like a lemon beer. If I like like it's not lemon exactly, but it's like a really sour with the. Thing in a second, like you said, I, I get very small hints of the stout. And I you said dark chocolate, like, yeah, I can I can see it very smart, like in the tip of my tongue. Mm-hmm. But more like that, like a malt, like yeah. diner, you yeah, know, or chocolate. even like the malt candies. Yeah, you yeah. remember those, the whoppers, right? Yeah, whoppers kind of thing. So it's like it's it's not it's very enjoyable. Like I, I can I can I'll drink this more often. Mm-hmm. I'll give you more of this kind of thing if I want not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's delightful. It's delightful. I, I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, cheers to you, Jolly Pumpkin. Cheers to you again. <laughs> cheers, Jolly Pumpkin. I hope we can find more. I, I will actually be on a lookout for this. Now I want to try all their other bands mm-hmm. and see what we can do for that. Anyway, what can you tell us about Jolly Pumpkin? They have like three different bands. What can you tell us? Yeah. All oh, right. So Jolly Pumpkin founder, brewmaster, and chief squeegee operator. Squeegee operator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Heads up. If you're not going to get it from this next description, the owner of this brewery has the greatest sense of humor. I love it. All right. Ron Jeffries has been brewing professionally since 1995 and opened his own brewery, Jolly Pumpkin Artisan Ales, in 2004. He, I almost said 20,004. <laughs> 20,000 in the future. He's a philosopher of all things beer-y and an outspoken advocate of the slower, finer life. Practicing the art of Hawaiian time full-time. Oh, good. Yeah. According to Ron, people either love or hate the Jolly Pumpkins Artisan L- Ales moniker. 
When asked where it came from, he answers with, I have a very strange brain. <laughs> I'll get him. <laughs> um, the name Jolly Pumpkin was one on a long list that he kept coming back to that brought a smile to his face. Artisan Ales was tacked onto the end to wrap up the full idea of a company that is fun and quirky while also describing the products and mission. Ron claims the name combines the following fun and exciting images. Everyone's favorite holiday, Halloween. Who doesn't enjoy the grinning jack-o'-lantern? Is that the third most popular holiday? No, he said, he's saying it's everyone's favorite holiday. Okay. All right, because who doesn't enjoy the grinning jack-o'-lantern? Everyone's favorite Halloween costume, the pirate. Her. Some of his favorite locations, the tropics. His two nicknames, Brewmaster Spooky and Captain Ron. Okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yes, I love it. And like having that little extra tidbit like makes me love it even more. <laughs> right, it makes right. me really want to love it. <laughs> and maybe I'm glad it's actually Maybe we really go to Michigan. Maybe we can go there directly and be like, hey, this is the brewery. Well, let me finish. Oh, I have kidding. more notes. Oh, snap. I think we're done. Uh, for our um, special eating habits, friends, all Jolly Pumpkin beers are vegetarian friendly. And most are vegan friendly. Mm. So, cool on that. Are beers not normally vegan? I don't know. Uh, it, if you guys know, let me know because I'm not sure. Uh, usually, there's like steps in distilling processes that make it not vegan okay. because it requires either like animal fat or like wine is usually not vegan because the barrels are coated with. Um, whatever the coating is has some sort of animal processing in it. Uh, so wines are very rarely considered vegan. Okay. Yeah. So for anyone who is like that, because I know there are actually a lot of people, and they said, unfortunately, all beers are not gluten-free. Because mm. that's just, that's the nature of beer. They're, they are made with... Barley. <laughs> barley, <Lucy>. wheat, <laughs> hops, all, all the gluten stuff. <laughs> all the so... Um, but yeah, if you are uh, practicing vegetarian or vegan, check out Jolly Pumpkin. Uh, Give me a new pen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I can't write with this. I just, I just grabbed whatever I could find. In addition to the original brewery in Dexter, there are now eight different Jolly Pumpkin eatery and brewery locations throughout Michigan with unique food offerings, and their beers can be found... Uh, sorry, I guess I Stop stopped that. in my mid. Uh, with unique food offerings, which also include all their beers that are available. Blah. So eateries include cafes, pizzeria, a kitchen, and a restaurant. So the kitchen's like kind of kind of like a deli, but a little like nicer, almost like pub food. So like a pub, but not a restaurant. And the restaurant's more like fine dining. So they had, if I remember, like three pizzerias and two cafes, the mass off. But there's eight different places that you can go and enjoy Jolly Pumpkin with lovely uh, menu food pairings. And uh, I-, I was looking at the menus for some of those places and they sound really yummy. No, after looking at the menus and drink, tasting this, like do you know like what you want to eat? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm tasting this and I'm like... Like you said, pizzeria, like, ooh, a pizza sounds good. Uh, like, I'm thinking about the little snacks we had earlier uh-huh. that we used for uh, one of our reels. I was like, oh, those would be really good with this. Um, I was also thinking, um, not necessarily 
that food, but um, the food from the cauldron, the filet mignon, with this would be pretty good, kind of thing. Like a like a good red meat with this would be good, mm -hmm. kind of thing. Uh, another thing you mentioned that uh, uh, that uh, I found it interesting when you find that name for for your brand for who you are. Mm -hmm. I think we had that with us oh, too. Oh yeah, we did. When we discovered Sips and Spirits, and I've been thinking about our name, Sips and Spirits, a lot. When you find that name, it just sticks to you, and you just constantly go back to it constantly, over and over again. It was like that with our daughter's name. Mm -hmm. You know, we find that name, and we, we just keep going like, "Well, how's it compared to this one? Well, we like this first one better. Well, how's it compared to this one? And we like first one better. And same thing with Sips and Spirits. We 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 liked how it sounded, we liked how it came out, and it's like. Everything else that was like, was like our first name yeah. idea before, and when we were first talking about this whole podcast yeah. idea, we were just like nicknaming it Sips and Spirits, yeah. and it just, it stuck, because it, we came up with, man, a long Like at least list. like 15 different names, and we're like, no, I don't like that one, I like Sips and Spirits, so I like Sips and Spirits, so, mm -hmm. and then we stuck with it, kind of thing, but yeah, no, that's pretty cool, mm -hmm. I like it. You know, well, and, and, and that's like, it's like, you know, like how, uh, like, like the name people create for themselves for their brand it's like what is it where does it come from and like well and half the time that's like the story i really want to find when yeah. i'm going on to a, a distillery's website or breweries it's like i want your like why did you pick that because yeah. we're being drawn to these spirits based off their bottle which this has a little Jack Russell with bat wings, mm -hmm. and then it's called Bam Noir, mm -hmm. and it's like Noir is dark, yeah, or black in some languages. Mm -hmm. So I just like had to know. And then I'm reading the description, and it's talking about a Jack Russell with bat wings. So I was like, okay, I'm sold. There we go. <laughs> so when I go and look up a uh, distillery, I want to know. The history and the story, not the history. I want to know the story behind the distillery's yeah. name choice. You know, and like, you know, how, what made you think of the name? What made you think of like idea kind of thing, you know? So it's like. I feel like that's such a great marketing ploy to share that story. Mm -hmm. And there's so many that don't. And it's a missed opportunity. Then did, did we share ours? No, we haven't. Well, we got to do that sometime. Yeah, we do, huh? We're at next party. Yeah. Anywho. This is amazing. Very cool stuff. I want to go check it out. I want to go check out their eateries because uh, I love food. And uh, uh, anyone have an excuse for us oh, to visit Michigan? I didn't see that. There was sour level. Uh huh. But I don't know where it is. Tell me, drink and share with us on social media. Oh, so when you drink it, how sour it is? Oh. <laughs> so they're known for making sour beers. Okay. Which doesn't. I don't know what. That means. Yeah, it's a cool little thing right there. Sour Petri. Sorry. Look at the bottle. I, I, I didn't give it much detail <laughs> earlier. Stop putting it there. I'm sorry. Shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> Anywho. Okay. So, my turn? Your turn. My turn. Yeah, okay. that's all I have for Ben. I mean, there was actually a lot to share, but I was like, we'll end up talking forever because they have, like I said, tons of different beers. I want to say there's at least six different beers that they offer all year round. They have seasonal beers that come out autumn, winter, spring, and summer. Mm -hmm. But they also have like what they call vault beers that cycle out. Bam Noir happens to be one of them. We just got um, lucky. Yeah. So we found that Total Wine. If you guys have other suggestions where to find it, and we've been looking yeah. since we found it. To Look really at Bethmo and like other places that we don't normally go to. It's like, okay. And different total wines that we've gone to mm -hmm. before, but we haven't had a chance to find it again. So yeah. we'll keep an eye on it next time. Okay. Would you rather? Woo! 
Okay. Um, I'm gonna preface this that I, I I'm gonna give you is the same would you rather with two different scenarios. Okay, and, and, and you get to the situation. Okay. Okay. If they were real, like those worlds were real, would you rather be part of the world of Los Spookies or would you rather be part of the world of Los Tiabletos? Mm. If you guys don't know, those are two of our uh, great shows we discovered a few years ago. Um, Los Spookies is a show of a group of friends who um, technically just do hunts. For people, they they create spooky events, but because they did like a they start off with a birthday party, yeah. then they're like they create a haunted house mm -hmm. is like a, a winning a inheritance yeah. experience, and then they were trying to help someone make it seem like they were abducted, yeah, uh, so they didn't have to do a work trip. Like it's really funny, but then every scenario yeah. actually ends up having <laughs> like a actual little bit of, like, supernatural tie to it. Kind of and then Los Diableros, for a lack of going too deep into it, it's pretty much like uh, supernatural, but like Latin America. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to summarize. <laughs> you, you have these brothers and sisters who pretty much go around and. You know, eradicate demons mm -hmm. all throughout Latin America, or not all throughout, like certain parts of Latin America. Supernatural kind of creatures, kind of not and just demons, yeah, but right. yeah, and and they're called diableros, kind of thing. So if those worlds were real, I mean, one is more real than the other. Which one would you rather be part of? Hmm. Like, would I get to be part of yes. like the team? Yeah, yeah, you're part. You hang out with the main cast. And do I get to be a, like a diablera? If you want to, sure. <laughs> Because that's a tough one. Um, uh, but I think I think I might go with the more fun, the Los Spookies. Yeah, because just what what the female characters have to go through in Diabolero's, yeah, pass. Well, it depends what you need to talk to, but yes. Well, I'm thinking about the sister. Yeah. Part <laughs> so. two is question. So you go with Los Spookies. Part two is if you could act in any of them. No, it's assuming that you can speak language, Spanish yeah. with them. If you well, can technically, act in, I wouldn't need to in, in some of them. No, you couldn't. <laughs> in lots of spookies. No, because they just came to... Yeah. But if you could act in any of them, which would you rather be act? Yeah, still lots of spookies. spookies. Okay. Like, the, the, the cast they have just seems so fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but, I mean, like, the characters are so fun in Diabolero's. So, it's... You you love the characters, um, but I don't really know much about the actors. Whereas, it, I don't know, just in Los Spookies, because it's already kind of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're on a set of that kind of a show, the people themselves are already just kind of like spontaneous and silly anyways. So it just adds to the atmosphere, which I, I feel, and I'm probably just projecting, it might not even be accurate, <laughs> right. but I feel like you see behind the scenes of more like comedic features, and it does seem like the staff, I'm thinking like the female Ghostbusters yeah. movie, right? They were all having such a fun time making that when you watch the featurettes and stuff. Um, and I feel like you pick up on that when watching the film. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. And, you know, when it, there's a little bit more of an intentional comedic aspect, yeah. you get a lot more ad-lib that end up actually being used versus what was scripted, which I always find it 
immensely entertaining. <laughs> I got it. No, for sure. Um, you guys know me. You <laughs> know that. You, you know, I, I like the confrontation, the challenge. The I wanna. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it looks like a spider was trying to make a home on our spider. That <laughs> was so cool. Um, like, I, I, I like the idea of getting to fight supernatural beings, so I'll definitely go with Dilberos. Yeah. Um, both aspects of it. And just, just, just because how more Latin America the Diableros says versus Los Spook. Los Spook is... It, it, it I feel like you connect a lot yeah. with Diableros. Just the whole... The, the living situation. Yeah, the living right? situation. And the, the, culture, the family. The, and the, the culture that they portray, like, you know, the lifestyle they portray. It reminds me back of when I lived in Mexico kind of thing. Versus even though Los Spook is more like how it was when I lived in Mexico because they're more closer to the border. Um, so the Diableros the, the feels more like back home and, and the, like the idea of what, what I had of you know Mexico growing up kind of thing yeah and whatnot and uh I, I, I feel bad because I knew his, I remember his name when I first started my notes and I write it down but uh I feel like the main character and I will like totally bond either we'll fight all the time or we'll totally bond together and be like best <laughs> bros kind of thing isn't it Elvis Elvis yeah I think so you're right or Dante no no Dante Elvis I think you're right like Elvis Crispo but not Elvis Crispo uh huh yeah. I but, think, like, I hear this is certainly good. <laughs> yeah, but if you guys haven't had a chance to, check either one of those out. Check both of them um, out. They're both really spookies. fun. It's on HBO. Yeah, HBO um, Max. They get a new season. Um, <laughs> Diablero <laughs> um, is on Netflix. Unfortunately, after two seasons, they were done. Oh, they've been canceled? I think so. Unfortunately. <gasps> you don't know. Maybe. You know. Maybe. You know. Kind of thing. It was, and it got pretty interesting. Yeah, about the end of it. I mean, it was just the whole time. It took a while to come out with the next season. Yeah. I thought it has three seasons, not two. Might be three. Might be three. You might be correct. Three. Yeah. Again, I have this information much sooner, but it's been a while since we, I wrote this stuff down. It's cool. Um, so if you didn't guess, you can totally get our personality types with that. Chelsea's looking for a little levity. Eric just wants to fight the big bad. Yep. <laughs> He's trying to, to prove his strength. Or and, and, I, he to he to himself, not to anybody. He just wants to see how how well he's gonna win I, against I, the big I, bad. I just want to know where I stand about my own pyramid kind of thing. <laughs> uh, to uh, quote one of uh, my favorite characters in a show we're currently just watching, uh, I want to go Justice League and people with my spider sense go crazy. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, but anyway, you ready for some stories, some information? Mm-hmm. No, you're not. Oh, you two are. Sorry, you caught me mid-sip. Mm-hmm, so, yes. From what I researched, Oktoberfest started. I don't know if I pronounce this wrong. Let me know. Uh, in Munich, Germany. Mm-hmm. Munich, I think. Munich, Munich, or Munich. Okay. When I looked up information about Munich or scary stories on Munich, they mentioned the Black Forest. Mm. Okay. Geographically, they're not that close. But when you look at a map of Germany, Munich is one of those cities that, like you see in the map, like kind of like San Francisco, right? And, and like uh, the Black Forest is on the border of Germany and I believe Spain. Okay. Kind of thing. So it's like they're not like that close, but they're like it, it's, it's like a good like three hour drive still. <laughs> kind of thing. So it's like from here. Well, oh. it, it's like the Wolf Lodge in our city. <laughs> And they're saying it's yes. right next to San Francisco, but yeah. San Francisco's literally like at two, least a forty-five minute 45 drive. Minutes, two hours drive, kind of thing. So, like, I, I saw that. I was like, I feel like I, I got to clarify. This is not exactly where October has happened, but this information comes 
from Germany. It's, farther, it's more like an hour and a half yeah. to two hour drive. Kind of yeah. So I wanted to clarify that and I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh -huh. So the Black Forest, named for its almost impenetrable darkness, the Schwarzwald Black Forest, the site of some of the scariest fairy tales the Brothers Grimm ever wrote. Okay. <laughs> Hardly any sunlight breaks through these dense fir trees of the Black Forest, and the mist surrounding these woods are more fantastical than paranormal. A headless horseman riding on the great white steed, the king who kidnaps women and takes them on his underwater lair where he lives among the nymphs, friendly dwarves, and lurking werewolves. The Black Forest is region known for its large number of castles, monsters and ruins, world-famous spas, and the iconic cuckoo clock. But the wilderness of the region has much more sinister legends associated with the Black Forest region, making it one of the most haunted places in Munich according to the local legends. Again. They're not that close, but it's like, okay. Um, devils, witches, and werewolves haunt the Black Forest. One of the most popular legends of the region speaks about a tall, disfigured man having hands and bulging eyes is referred to as Der Grossman. I think I pronounced that right. Legend states that Der Grossman makes naughty children confess their misdeeds and to him and bad children are never seen again. Another folklore associated with the region is about Dai Gansenman or the Goose Girl. According to his folklore, a princess was traveling with her maid to the region to a faraway kingdom to meet a prince. The maid forced the princess to switch places with her and killed Falada upon reaching their destination. I think that was her name. The real princess hangs the skull of Falada to the city's main gates to get the attention of the king. The king punishes the maid by rolling her in a spike barrel all around the city until she dies. Locals and visitors have reported hearing voice of a girl screaming in pain, and some have cited the headless horse walking through the forest during night. Wait, I thought there was a headless horseman, but there's also a headless horse? Apparently so. We're yes. just all over the fairy tale map here. I know, right? Hey, Brothers Grimm, they were just hanging out there and be like, come on, world, Man, give me what you got. Those stories really are grim. Yes. So, we're going to go dive into their Grossman. Okay, because I, I started reading about them, and I was like, okay, this guy's pretty interesting. The Grossman was a legend created back in the medieval Germany in the 16th to 18th century. He was known as the tall man, the big man, the giant man, and many more. The Hold on. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but do you know what the Grossman, do you have a translation for it? I think I have it somewhere in here. Okay. No, I was just curious, like, if you happen to come across what it means. Is I, it I, the tall man? I, I think I have it in one of my things. Yes. The Grossman is the tall man. Okay. Okay. Just if that's easier to say. <laughs> um, legend states that the Grossman is a fairy who lives in a black forest. Parents who warn their children not to go into the woods late at night or stay up too late if they disobey their parents, their parents, the Grossman takes them. How you ask? There's many different things. Children that the children that do go to the forest late at night get chased by the Grossman. He will proceed to chase the children, and once caught up, he will take them to a fate unknown. The chase will stop when the children return home and confess to their parents that they were disobeyed their parents' warnings and had gone to the forest. However, other stories were told differently. Some stories tell that the Grossman lures children into this forest by haunting children, whispering voices to their heads to come follow him. Those that do good, again, gets taken away to the fate unknown. No, those that do, sorry, get taken away from fate unknown. A few other stories say the Grossman would tap on the window of children and stay up too late, and he would take them too. As the legend repeats, 
the fate is unknown. Well, I'm glad I don't live in Germany. <laughs> all right. Um, <coughs> I'm up late all the time. <laughs> he, is, he is said to be very incredibly tall, thin, and has multiple upper limbs. The way he can hide behind the trees of the Black Forest. That way he can hide behind the trees. I'm reading this horribly. Sorry. This beer is getting to me. I'm enjoying it too much. That way he can hide behind the trees of the Black Forest. He uses his upper limbs to capture and take his victims away. His face features, on the other hand, is described in many ways. Some say he has pearl-orbed eyes and no face. Others describe him to be faceless, but left with gruesome, large smile. Okay, this next part is um, a group of college students went out to Germany, and this is kind of like their recollection about it. Okay. Um, during the stay, we came across the strange marking stones of the forest, Tottermannstein. Old German words were engraved reading. Von Alter Hunzun Totem Mann, words each von der Stadt Etlingemant. I did a horrible job on that, I think. Since ancient times. I tried. Since ancient times, the town of Etlingen has named has name me the dead man. There you go. Totenmark can also mean altar man, old man, or grossman, tall man, in old German language. Since the stone was unique, we got curious and asked around the village. Some of the locals told us the legend of the grossman, a frightful tall pale man who would appear to people walking through the forest alone, especially, especially children, never saying a word. It's a story that people used to tell their children to keep them from entering the forest alone. It takes, it didn't take long until we made the connection to Slenderman myth, which used similar elements. We had never realized just how alike the stories were until we compared sketches and descriptions, and we strongly reminded of the stories we had been told in Eitlingen, but there's much more to it. The more we looked into it, the more similar to other stories came up. Our research suggested that many regions in Germany or even Austria have their respective legends that basically tell the same story, linking the figure of the Grossman to many other common stories such as the dance of the dead, and generally the taking of children. Everybody knows at least one of them one of them from their childhood, though we never made the connection. For example, the Austrian country of Vorlberg has its own version of the myth, telling about the Nachevolk, the people of the night. Pale, thin, mute creatures with long fingers who roam the forest, dancing the dance of the dead, and should be avoided at all times, especially in the depths of the over the woods. Almost every village has their own substory about them. Sighing and incidents in the past, they as well have been subjected of many games and stories. With all the games and blogs on the Slenderman myth has risen to such popularity, we admit it seems hard to still take this seriously, but there is more to it than the online phenomenon that has started to fall from the grace. What we are interested in is the stories that came before and the trail that goes way back into the past and gruesome stories oh, <coughs> all over the country. It opens to the origin of Germany if you believe the stories that this, there is truth to be found there. Now one last thing. One last thing. One last thing. Uh-huh. Okay. This is a, a little like story about this sort of story. My child, my Lars, he is gone, taken from his bed. The only thing that we found was scraps of black clothing. It feels like cotton but it's softer, thicker. 
Larks came into my bedroom yesterday, screaming at the top of his lung that the angel is outside. I asked him what he was talking about, but he told me some nonsense fairy story about the grossman. He said he went into the grills by our village and found one of my cows dead, hanging from a tree. I thought nothing at first, but now he is gone. We must find Lars, and my family must leave before we are killed. I am sorry, my son. I should have listened. May God forgive me. You should have started with that one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so lots of notes here. Lots of notes. Mm -hmm. Now you know why I'm most excited for this? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay, and this is why you're like, we're going to take forever on this because <laughs> we're going to talk a lot about a lot. All right, so first off, like the whole Brothers Grimm Black Forest having Headless Horseman. I was like, hmm, hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting that there's this tie of the Headless Horseman in the, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Mm hmm being a Hessian mercenary. Okay. Who are from Germany. <laughs> there we go. Um, then the underwater kidnapper. Mm -hmm. King, creature, whatever. Yeah. Taking a, a human woman to his underground lair. Mm -hmm. um, so pretty much all our universal monsters just came from Germany. Because <laughs> that's the creature of the Black Lagoon, if you think about yeah. it, right? Because yeah. he's considered like the king of the Black Lagoon. There we go. He's looking for a bride. Um, and then you, had, you threw in werewolves and I was like, okay, that's it. <laughs> Nobody can create an original story. It came from somewhere else. <laughs> Germany has them all. But, I mean, uh, but, Germany has some very interesting tales. So, uh, the, the first thing, so, uh, the, when the first notes I talk about, I guess, the Black Forest, mm -hmm. all the creatures that are in there, all the stories, like I said, the Hellish Horseman, right. you know, the crying women, La Llorona, kind of thing, yeah. you know, um, and, you know, and, and, and just th this you notion. tell me they're not real when there's so many different cultures. We have now, like, talked, we're getting more international in the things we're talking about. And then it keeps appearing and over and over again. so many, like, they're not identical, but there's so many similarities. That's what I want to do with the cryptids. <laughs> like, put a pin in it where like, we've done it. <laughs> put a pin here, like, okay, where does this appear again, too, kind of thing out there. But, uh, and, and, and that's like, the cool thing about this whole path we're going, is we're finding this, the stories that we grew up with, that we've heard are told on other places, mm -hmm. kind of thing. And, Again, it can just be hearsay, that kind of thing, situation. We don't claim any stories are true. We just want them to be spooky and interesting, mm -hmm. kind of thing. But, <laughs> you know, what if right. it's constantly happening? Okay. We talked about, I forget which episode we talked about before, um, cryptids changing, evolving. Uh -huh. Well, we, we touched base on it last episode, last but episode. we also had a whole episode we were talking about the ring, mm -hmm. right? And Samara changing. Yeah. Um, kind of thing. So, the Grossman, a tall, lengthy, no face. Right. No. Creature. So I'm gonna stop you there because that's part of my notes. I wrote that down, and then you mention how they're like, "Ooh, this sounds like the Slender Man." But also, I'm gonna totally pop culture nerd out for a second, and I wish you could reach Journal Three because they have a tall man. Who's lengthy and black, hides behind trees, you can't see him, with long fingers and limbs, so he looks like he's oh, part okay. of the tree. I'm like, oh, over the... You oh. saw a short with him where he, where Dipper's got the mirrors and yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in Gravity Falls, <laughs> they have a creature so, that's just like that. 
tall, black, and slender. He has round, white, discus eyes, but no face. I think he has a like a, a big mouth too. So, when I heard when I read the description of a tall, slender man with multiple limbs, the image that I got in my head in my head because we were watching recently is um, from Stranger Things, the mind thing magic from oh, the second the season. Oh, the mind flare. The mind flare from the second season that comes out all like. But he's huge. But yeah, he's huge. But this yeah. guy's huge too. Well, but not like no, towering over a city. Not towering over a city, but <laughs> kind of thing, you know. But like that, that's the image I got in my head when it's talking multiple limbs kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, again, all these references, all these situations. Now, I'd love to talk more about the Black floor Forest when Black we forest. get a, like, do an episode just about that. I because that. I feel... There's a logic going to it. Because I feel like we've heard other stories mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with what we talked about. That's just like crazy. Insane. I, I, I want to like I like I, I didn't go much into the whole Goose Girl one, but I was like I want to go back into it and feel like what's going on. There's, there's a lot like the story was yeah, similar, it was but, a little choppy. Yeah, it was a little choppy. I was like mm, okay, but yeah, uh, but no, like again, we have this tall, slender person here uh-huh. who lures children. Right. Whispers into their heads, kind of like. This is similar a to the Pied Piper, kind of which thing. also, again, mm-hmm. I believe that story does originate. Well, it's Brothers Grimm, so yeah, yeah that story does originate from Germany. Mm-hmm. Which I watched a very interesting documentary, kind mm-hmm. of dissecting. I think they did like these historians really deep dived into like six Brothers Grimm stories. Mm-hmm. So they talked about Red Riding Hood, and they talked about the Pied Piper and Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella. That Brothers Grimm story? Or do they have a version? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, um, but again, this whole idea of, like, connection to, like, different stories. The um, Japanese story we did. Hachi Shaku-sama? Yeah, Hachi Shaku-sama. The, the, the tall lady. Uh-huh. Okay, again, a tall creature taps on your window to get your attention. The grossman. Taps in your window mm. to get your attention. Mm. Again, these creatures all seem very similar. All do like the same thing. They're saying the same story. I, I'm not saying that Germans never covered, go to Japan or they know or we didn't get the idea of learning from this idea. But what if? Mm-hmm. What if it's real? Kind of thing. The black forest is very dark. You don't know if it's a tree or the grossman. Mm. Now, a fun little fact. I think it's supposed to be pronounced Die Crossman. Die Crossman. Die Crossman. Tall man. The but tall I man. might be wrong. I, 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 if you guys can correct us, please do. Please do. Please we correct will not me. be offended I, or I, get upset. We would appreciate the moment I of I apologize learning. completely if I butchered any of the words today. <laughs> There's a lot of words that I do not know. If I you know, I wouldn't have known. You were so confident when you were reading that whole German phrase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> he sounds like he, he read up on it. My German is not... I, I'm there... Study German. Hmm. By the way, um, if you look up the Grossman, mm-hmm. the girl, their Grossman, Tomman, and like if you Google it, just the, the name, the Wikipedia article of a man comes up whose last name was Grossman. Mm-hmm. Um, now, not a not a nice person at all. He was a, a child molester uh-huh. <laughs> kind of thing, but like he kidnapped children. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing, kind of which like, is kind of it could have extended from that. Yeah, but the, but the, that was more recent, like it was uh-huh. like like now like more like World War Two kind of era, kind of thing. Well, I think World War One era kind of thing. So it was like this is a story from way back then, 
and now they have this guy more recent. Which is funny because the Pied Piper story <laughs> mm -hmm. has origins of it happening during wartime. Mm -hmm. Where essentially, so in that that um, little series I was watching, mm -hmm. they were talking about how the Pied Piper was essentially like recruiting children to fight in war. That's why they were... Because they're French? Huh? Because they're French? No, in Germany, no. when there was, a, there, and this is more, um, I don't want to say medieval, but it wasn't modernish times. Mm -hmm. I mean, I consider, even though World Wars happened, what? 1940s? When did World War One? was 1920s? in 32s, right? No. 20s? 1920s. Like, I think, it, no, it no. was like 19, 18, 19, yeah, 17? 1918s. Like right before 1920. Right, in the 19-teens. Yeah, 19-teens. <laughs> I think um, we're not historians. <laughs> I just call it all, all our all our disclaimers today. <laughs> we're touching base, just making sure <laughs> making we're sure. proving the point that we're not those things. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but like older, it was more like regional, yeah, in inter wars. Mm -hmm. So so the yeah, um, but so there's this theory for this one historian at least where it's like the Pied Piper was probably more of like a recruiter but the the parents were trying to to ease their grief like saying that their children were whisked away mm -hmm. by this pipe playing person when really it was like the signs of hey the cr mm -hmm. recruiter's here and we're taking your children because they're more fit to fight than other ones one last thing before we call this adventure quits I do like the I'm whole. Not done. I have oh, more notes. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> no, like, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I like the idea that <laughs> they use this tall man as a way to tell Killen, don't go into the forest alone. How about just don't go out of your bed at night? Or also, don't be a bad kid because he takes you away. He's a yeah, boogeyman. Yeah, so does Krampus. So does that. He's a boogeyman. He's Germany like, has a lot of those. Be a good kid. Or there's gonna, there's a whole line of people waiting with your number. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, okay, who's next? <laughs> who's not busy today? Kind of thing. But like, you know, like we talked about this in the Kalapaluka episode, how we you know they use this kind of stories to like, you know, protect people, protect Who's children. wandering into the woods in the middle of the night? I mean, I would. But it's probably cold and. Hey, I heard there's werewolves out there. I'm gonna go find me one. Oh my god! Uh, there's there's fairies. How you made it dwarves. to this age? I just don't know. <laughs> by surviving, by being <laughs> top of the food chain. Hey, there's fairies out there. All right. So when you talked about these enchanted stones, yes, in the story, um, with the German hikers, mm -hmm. I immediately thought of the shrine. Do you okay. remember the shrine? Mm-hmm. Which is also kind of. Messed up. That one still haunts me. I still think about it. Speaking of haunting. Not everyone's like is impressed by it, but I really thought it was an intriguing mm. concept. Wait, no, I'm thinking of the quiet man. The quiet man? No, which is the one with is this right the one with the wind up the mountains? And then the guy was like like it, it, it like it came You're to talking the, about the empty man. Empty man, that's what I'm thinking about. That we watched recently? Yes. No, the shrine is older. We watched it around the same time we watched Pontypool. It's, it was on Netflix. It's not anymore. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. Oh, it was. It was. She's, it was in English, though. It was the, the subtitle. No, the main characters were speaking English, but they went somewhere to this village because okay. she was yeah, yeah, looking now. for someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. 
and they come across this bizarre stone mm-hmm. okay. and and then it's like craziness and takes a twist you were not expecting <laughs> for sure yeah no T- talking about um and i was like oh my god is this gonna take that turn because <laughs> i'm about to freak out how like you know like like stories stick with you and stuff um i don't know what it is about me but uh when i get really excited or really into, into something i i it it for lack of better words it comes to life in my world okay so, it's called manifesting. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Manifest. <laughs> I manifested things. For example, when we were like binge watching Supernatural, I will constantly dream of being in Supernatural. Like, you know, I'll be with it's the Winchester kids and then we go in hunting demons, getting spooky stuff, mm-hmm. drinking beers, having a good time. Traveling, traveling the States. I don't know what it was about this. Uh, because it hasn't happened a lot in other episodes, kind of thing. But uh, for some reason, this episode, I kept seeing a slender tall man in my dreams. There was no interaction. But, uh, but like, you know, like, you know, like when you're in a dream, you can see, like, kind of behind you. Like, you can see, like. I'm not happy right now. I uh, just want you to know that. You can see around yourself, kind of thing. You have, like, this, um, like, like, um, like, omnipotent view of the, of your dream. I will see, like, in different spots. That after, the week after it was gone, you know, in that situation, but uh, I'm not happy right now. I'm manifesting things. I'm about to go like find the sage. And <laughs> mm. Our ghosts give me a nice touch there now. Oh, well, I, especially with where we're going tomorrow, I'm like, ooh, I'm so what, not where we're going, but what we're doing. So I said, ooh, I hope something happens. <laughs> I do, but I don't. You're gonna jump. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Any more to hear? Huh? Any more? Oh, uh, yes. Yes. What the Dance of the Dead. Dance of the Dead. You mentioned that. I did. From uh, Austrian country. Which I think is interesting mm-hmm. considering we were talking about Machu Pisco mm-hmm. two episodes ago. And they have a Dance of the Dead spirit. Mm-hmm. The Los Diablo Bidales. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which is... Not Diablada. Yeah. Like the dance of the... I I don't remember if it was the dead or the demons, Mm -hmm. but yeah. It's like dead dance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, again, that connectivity there. So... Where... where, Like, is there like a a underground tunnel with all these things, I guess, pop different countries? Kind of thing? It's like the land of luck, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's the land of cryptids. Yes, land of... That should be a great, like... Movie concept, right? Can they, you know, <laughs> well, that's what um, uh, Monsters Inc. is. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, but they they all look like you know mm. just atypical monsters. Yeah. I feel like the only one where it's like defined as like this is what you know what this monster is is abominable. Yeah, right. It was just like a. Fair but they creature. just like yeah look like your cartoony monsters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. Um, I, I'm very interested in Black Forest now. I definitely want to go. Um, the that um, he, uh, wait, the cool <laughs> clock that I mentioned earlier. I saw a picture. We're like, oh, that's pretty. Like, like there's like towns like closer to this Black Forest. I mean, I would love to visit Germany. Me it's too. actually it's on my. Uh, I would love list. to visit Germany. Um, I'd love uh, to visit Germany. I'd love to visit Norway. Like oof. these are the places I'd really love to go. Scotland and Ireland, of yes. course. 
But yeah, no, no, like after like Lear Moore, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go like Acts of the Black Forest kind of thing, you know? Like, like we've heard stories of like, you know, Haunted Forest or Creepy Forest where like they have like an open circle with like no trees and you enter that area, it's like you lose time. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. And I was like, I wanna go there <laughs> kind of thing and whatnot. But like the Black Forest of like Lear Moore, I was like, oh, that's really cool. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, sounds Exciting. interesting. Germany, I want to go there. I always wanted. Uh, ever since I, I wish I knew Cheers in German. <laughs> it's gonna sound really dumb. <laughs> ever since I discovered Germany in middle school, <laughs> because I know it's a country till middle school. <laughs> uh, I was, I've always been curious, to be like, oh, I'm gonna go check it out, kind of thing. I have heritage, so. <laughs> well, you know what? My heritage is all in Mexico. Mine's Actually, rather. I don't know. Mine's all Europe. <laughs> I don't know. My dad once told me that my name comes from Russia. And I was like, I don't know about that. We need some Russian stories. Some, well, we need a question encrypted later. Oh, yeah. Wait, we do? Yes. Think about it. Think about it. No, I can't. It's one of the last ones. One of the last. Hmm. I can't think of it. Really? I'll look it up later. We'll, we'll, we'll double check later. Okay. No, I can't think of... Oh, wait. Yes. No. She is? No, that's German. No. Are you sure? Think of the uh, Scooby-Doo episode. What did they have? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you guys are going to be so confused. You're like, what's like, going what on? The heck? What are they talking about? All right. If, so. if, you, if you know Russian cryptos, you're going to be like, okay, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Very simple. Kind of thing. Oh, I don't think so. But... I don't know. Like when, when when you think of cryptos and you think of one of Russia, that's the one I think about all the time. Really? I okay. That I, I'll tell you later because I don't want to give it away. Mm. <laughs> um. All right. So. Anything else you want to? No, that was all my notes. That's all you know. It's groovy. And I did think it was really weird and creepy. Where I'm like, this sounds like the Slender Man. Make that note sounds like the <laughs> Tall Man, which is ironically what they call it in Gravity Falls. Make that note, and then they make those notes. The, the size okay. Of the hmm. Oh yeah. Kind of thing. Our next cryptid. Hmm. Yeah, that one doesn't have extra limbs though. Well, neither does. Oh, anyways. Anyways. We could keep this going forever, <laughs> and you guys are just going to be like, you are talking in hints and not being coherent at all. Nope. So, this beer is delicious, guys. Yeah. I think it's it's time for our last call. We're choked. Wrap things up. It's not, we still have a little bit of stuff to touch on. And then we chug it. And then you can chug it. Yeah, then sure. we can chug it. <sighs> <laughs> so, thanks for being along with us. We want to keep the spirits flowing, so please follow us. What? Can you read? Sorry. We want to keep the spirits flowing. So please be sure to show your support by reviewing and subscribing to our podcast. Comment. Tell us things. Tell us how much we rambled this episode. (laughs) I swear the first time you said we want to keep those spirits flowing, I thought you said we want to keep those cryptids flowing. We want to keep everybody flowing around. (laughs) You know, comment us. Talk to us. We'll talk back. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to be more, I guess, private, you can message us. Direct, yeah. Directed? You can send us DM mm-hmm. or you can send us an email. Yeah, we can send us an email. At contact at sipsandspirits.com. And so. and yeah. If you enjoy the show, be sure to share mm-hmm. with others. Talk to us about it. You know, like 
we would love, excuse me, we would love to hear stories of you guys, like, not to, like, you guys don't have to listen together, but, like, you guys listen to the episodes together and be like, oh, what do you guys think of this? What do you give that? What, was what are your, your discussions? Like, what are your discussions after listening to us, kind of thing, you know? Like, what what was your, would you rather your friends and talked about, kind of thing, like, and whatnot, you know? Have you tried the cocktails? Have you, you know, that's conversation. Tell us what's going on. What's your sips and spirits hot takes? Yes, hot takes. Let <laughs> us know. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Penny hot takes. <laughs> hot takes and penny. penny. <laughs> That's not our podcast, guys. You guys should uh, check it out. Yeah, Ghouls Night In. Ghouls Night In. We're shouting out everybody tonight. Very fun, very fun podcast. All right. So that's it for you, right? That's it for me. All right. We do have an email newsletter that you can, if you're missing us on the in between weeks, because we come out with an episode every other week, um, you can join us via sipsandspirits.com slash happy hour. Happy. All one word. Um, or join on our link tree for any of our social media platforms. So I a little the link tree on my Instagram. Yeah. Our little window pops up when you go to our website, sipsandspirits.com. Or, like I said, you just add slash happy hour and it takes you right to the subscription page. There we go. Or if you're following us along... Excuse me, beer makes me so burpy. It makes everybody burpy. I've been burping lots. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you're following us on any social media platform, we have a link there that takes you directly to the email sign up. We have fun things that we share in there. Give a little sneak peek of what to expect in the next few episodes, as well as, um, anything else like Instagram live events, events we might be attending that you could catch us at. We shout out like cool, like people to follow. Yes. Kind of thing. Uh, you know. Yeah. We're trying to, uh, build the community a yeah, little more, get you know. a little bit more, response from you guys halloween's right around the corner you know right now um and there there is so many creators out there so many amazing creators out there that we have discovered not just from our own searches but because other people have shared them Mm -hmm. kind of thing you know and you know we've gone to events and whatnot and stuff so it's like you know we want to give out we want to do the same we're trying to pay it forward forward kind of thing so we've they were discarded to us, for other people, so we want to make other people discover uh, them, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. You know, and you know, the, 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 we have some friends and family who are like, you know, maybe not as much as Halloween with us, but they like looking for something different, and maybe that helps them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to let people know where to find us, mm-hmm. we are on all podcast hosts, all of them, uh, as well as YouTube. So you can watch this episode if you prefer, or you can listen to it. Um, yeah, you just look us up, Sips and Spirits. We're the first thing that pops up. You can see me try really hard to touch my beard today. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love my beard. It's like touching it. But or it we makes... put all we, our show notes together a little bit more um, descriptively. Descriptively? I There was another word I was going to use, but then that's what came out. Uh, we have our show notes on our website, mm-hmm. as well as all the cocktails we create, sipsandspirits.com. As well as being on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, same as our website, just without the .com, yeah. same handle. Yes, look it so up there. Sips and Spirits. So, so come find us. And maybe soon OnlyFans. <laughs> just That's kidding. so totally <laughs> random. Like, we haven't even joked about you, that. You know, um, completely random on the topic on that is OnlyFans the same as search engine. Like, you can't search. You have to know the handle's name to, like, find them in OnlyFans. Yeah, when you're here or there. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. 
Anything else you want to add? Mm, that, no, that, I'm that. like, you just scared everybody off with the <laughs> OnlyFans. Are you sure? I don't know. Maybe not. I know. Um, I was going to say we could chug this, but uh, I don't want to because I'm going to have some of the chips we had earlier with this and see how it tastes. So I'm just going to take them to the cheers. Yes. Okay. All so, right. close to the tab. That's it. Thanks for sipping along with us. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, guys.